Derek White flirting with a triple double against the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Twenty eight points, man. Just giving these dudes the business, man. On both ends of the floor, that block against Jimmy. And that Joe Sway, you, don't, and don't, you, don't you want? Don't didn't you want Brad to keep those draft picks? No. Then you want no. him to keep those. Then nope. you want him to keep those picks. You didn't want him to give away two first round picks. No, Joe Sway, come <laughs> this on. This is this is what it looks like when your when your GM goes all in, Max. All right, you put all the chips on the table. Yep, he said. Yep, yep. This is it. Tatum Brown, this is it. This is as good as it's gonna come get. On. Y'all better get it done. I'm up. I'm like they say in the casino when I'm playing when I'm playing Texas Hold'em. I'm all in. You're going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm all in. Look, look at your hand and go, oh, either this guy's bluffing or, or he got yeah. something. And I don't and I look at this other team. This isn't a bluff team. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. All right, another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Joseph Pavone. He is Cedric Maxwell, the Boston Celtics. Kicked off the regular season. And, man, already 2-0. I know it's early, Max. I know, you know Southern fans are excited. But we're going uh, to talk them through what, what went through Friday night. The home opener, of course. Uh, the Boston Celtics uh, opening up against the uh, Miami Heat. I mean, the season started in New York. But to see them tip things off in Boston against a team that they lost to in the Eastern Conference Finals, it was still special, though, right, Max? I mean, these are two very slightly different teams, but at the same time, that passion was certainly still there. Yeah, it was, and it's really strange because I think in the last eight or nine games, the home team hasn't really won games. It's been more about the road team. The road team, yeah. And look for a while, for a minute, uh, you could watch the Celtics the way they were playing. It was They had some difficulty. Uh, Jalen Brown started out a little shaky with the handle. And people were, you know, already up in arms. We threw one away and then threw another one away. And then threw, yeah. I think he had four turnovers at one point. But then he got his act together and he knocked down some shots, hit some big shots. Uh, Brissett came in off the bench. He was really good. Uh, he was a high-energy type guy. So, you know, you look at Joe Mazzula, people say, well, where, where's your bench? Well, the opportunity is going to be there. For those guys who are are who are going to be able to play like the Brissettes, uh, like the Peyton Pritchards of the world, uh, they're going to get their opportunities, and will they cash in? That's going to be huge. But right. overall, it was good performance. I think people were excited about um, the big fella. They get seem like they get more excited right now when they talk about Przingis when he had his his ovation when he came in and uh, Drew Holiday. Uh, still learning his offense. You said that before, learning his offense, learning where he right. fits in. Uh, but the thing he had, he had 10 rebounds in that game. And one in particular, I remember, was a huge rebound. They was able to get away from Kevin Love, and the Celtics were able to get a little bit more separation because of that. Right. And I always say, man, when this team is playing, you know, when the defense is triggering the offense, I mean, that's when you know – it's going to be a long night for the opposing team. And you know what? The, the Miami Heat, they they hung around. I mean, the, the Celtics did 
finally strike back. I felt like, you know, before halftime, I thought Jalen Brown had a lot had something to do with that, especially in the second half. But you saw mm-hmm. you saw the difference that Brissett made when he was was grabbing those what two, three offensive rebounds in the first five minutes. I mean, creating those extra opportunities, you know, making the, the, the Miami Heat defense sink right back into the defensive stance. I mean, all of that adds up, especially against a team like the Miami Heat, where they they they're trying to they're trying to piggyback off your mistakes, you know. When you're giving them, when you're giving yourself second chance opportunities, and you're making them work harder, that's when you start to see the cracks. And I feel like the Celtics just capitalize on those opportunities, man. That that is really the difference when you play Miami. Miami plays with the margins. Their margins are they're not going to turn the ball over as much as you. They're not going to let you get second chance opportunities. But the Celtics were able to crack that a little bit and get those second-chance opportunities and, and make some steals. Uh, Jalen Brown had the huge steal uh, in the third quarter. Celtics score, and then he runs to the passing lane on the inbounds play, dunks the basketball, Ooh, and the, place, the place just got that much hype, more hype. And uh, so you you yeah. like that. And and I don't think Jason Tatum had a Jason Tatum type game. He had a few shots, but he didn't. He wasn't like all world. So I think mm-hmm. it was a combination of a, it was a good win for a Celtic team coming home, getting ready to play uh, down here in Washington. And that's what I love about this team right now, man. I know it's early, like I said, at the top, but I feel like it's going to be that type of team where, like, on any given night, you don't know who's going to be leading the team to scoring, right? The, the, the game, the, the season opener, it was Tatum, right? Mm-hmm. But Porzingis wasn't that far behind, and he had a whole lot to do with closing the door on his former team in New York, right? The 30-point Day de- debut for the Celtics, right? Tatum lead the way, led the way with 35, but then it's Derek White flirting with a triple double against the Miami Heat, 28 mm-hmm. points. Man, just giving these dudes the business, man, on both ends of the floor. That block against Jimmy, man, that just way. Don't, don't you want? Don't didn't you want Brad to keep those draft picks? No. Then you want no. to keep those. Then you nope. want to. Those picks, you didn't want them to give away two first round picks. No, Josue, come <laughs> this on. Is, this is what it looks like when you're when your GM goes all in, Max. All right, you put all the chips on the table. Yep, he said, Yep, yep, this is it. Tatum Brown, this is it. This is as good as it's gonna come get. On. Y'all better get it done. I'm all, <laughs> I'm like they say in the casino when I'm playing when I'm playing Texas Hold'em. I'm all in. You're going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm all in. Look, look at your hand and go. Oh, yeah, this guy's bluffing or, or he got yeah. something good. And I don't and I look at the Celtic team. This isn't a bluff team. This is a really good basketball team. Uh from top to bottom. I like the way they're coached. They're bringing in new uh mouthpieces like the Sam Cassells of the world. Yeah. You got Dan That's Gundy's cool. in the back office. So they have a have a combination of, of, of things that are going really well for this team. And and the only thing that Strikes fear in me is getting having one of your main guys out for a considerable amount of time. Uh, right. If you can stay healthy this year, then I think your opportunity goes up tenfold. That's what I think too, man. Because right now I feel like when you look across the NBA and teams are just you know starting to start things back up again, it feels like the Celtics are. Maybe I'm a little biased here. We see a little more Celtics more than other teams, but. They seem a bit ahead. They seem ahead of the, the these teams that are like right out of the gates. You know what I mean? In terms of their continuity, in terms of their focus. I mean, look, I it's still early. I still gotta, you know, maybe I should pump the brakes here. And, yeah, still I mean, you know what? You know what Michael Felger would call With you? This team, he would call you a green team. You, you're I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, no, right. that. that. Green <laughs> teamer right now. You, you no, no, because trust you, me, Max. Bob, you and Bobby Manny, you know, the green teamer. 
green team was there. But I think that no. you have a right to look at this team, and we'll see how they are in a month. Let's let's judge in a month's period of time, see what the record is, see how they're playing, see some of the games. Like we know that this Washington game coming up uh, tomorrow has been a trap game for the Celtics. They're coming here and and they've laid eggs in this building, but it's a trap game. It's it's a game that Jordan Poole is going to shoot fifty times, and nobody's going to say a word to him. And if he's hot then, you know, they could stay in it. But if he's not, Suggs can come in, and if they play their game, they could come in and blow these guys out. But it's a game that, you know, on the schedule, uh, a good one on the schedule, that they need to come in and they need to win. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 800-GAM1234. Well, that was one of the games I watched too, Max, on Saturday night. And and uh, well, I'm talking about the last game that they that they played, the Washington Wizards. They actually beat the uh, they beat the they beat the Memphis Grizzlies, but it was an ugly game. Like that's another. I mean, the Gri- the Grizzlies are out to a 0 and three start, so maybe it's a bad example. But like I'm watching this is okay. Maybe I should I should have started with this. I'm on the league pass thing right now. You know, the, you know, the first week is always free. You mm-hmm. know, you can do. So I'm watching a whole lot of basketball. So maybe I'm just, yeah, maybe I'm getting too ahead of myself because I'm getting to see the other games right away and, and I'm, I'm jumping into it. But this Memphis, this Memphis Grizzlies team looked awful. If the Celtics go up there, or oh, they're already there, right? You guys, you guys already touched out. If if they beat the brakes off the Wizards, then I'm going to be like, hmm, okay, maybe I'm onto something here. But if it's a close game, then I'm like, all right, Max is right. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, I mean, but. Road games are always tough anyway. So you got road game. You got the road game coming up. You go home. Then you got Brooklyn uh, in Brooklyn. You have Toronto in Toronto. So you got some got some tough games here that teams are going to want and get in and they want to play well. So I think you need to look this over. And like I said, in a month's period of time, you give me 30 days here, and I can tell you a lot better uh, how this team is performing. Right now, good. But right. – Sample size, tiny sample size. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what, Max? You did. You gave me your. Uh, you, you you tell me about Drew Holiday and what he means to this team so far. Well, you like what you see so far. But what about Porzingis? I mean, he had a, a good performance against the Heat. Uh, he did foul out though. Those last three four minutes of the game, Al Horford had to come in. You know, finish things out against Bam Adebayo. So it's interesting. You see him go up against someone like Bam Adebayo. You wonder about the Joel and Bs, the Jokic of the world. What, what's your take on how he looked against uh, against the Heat? Well, Jokic just if you look at what Porzingis brings to the table, he's a seven footer. 
and he plays really big. And the thing that we liked about him was the fact that we watched him in the paint. How many times last yeah. year did I scream at you when Al Horford caught the ball in the paint? Could have turned around for layup, but instead of taking a layup, threw it out to the corner. Al That's did that up. again the other day, caught the ball in the paint, just turned around and laid the basketball up, get, get an easy basket. Porzingis is score first, pass second. And I like that when you get a big seven-footer with that mentality in mm-hmm. the game in order to shoot the basketball. <laughs> the day I was, matter of fact, getting on the plane today, I was a little upset in Boston because, you know, it's a little bit rainy out there. And uh, as I'm about to get on the plane, you know, they have to go through, sometimes you go through a little security, you go through a little security where they get your ID and then they'll say, okay, you know, get on the plane. But today they said, I need to be checked. Oh, and then man. right behind me is Drew Holiday. So he asked me to get, I get checked. The girl gets to Drew Holiday, tells him, go ahead, you can get on the plane. I was like, what the hell? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Drew Holiday just come to you. How the hell she he said, he's, he's all set for you. White was right after me. He doesn't get checked. I'm like, what the hell? Am I chopped liver or something? You know the I just come in off the boat. What the, what the hell is happening? So, so I was, I was, and had he, he was kind of laughing about it. But uh, what I like about him, he's a good. I'm dude. sure you were. You had an animated reaction. I'm sure. Yeah, he seems like <laughs> real. He seemed like a real good dude. And what I like about him, he's a solid player. I don't yeah. think you're gonna have with him. I don't think that I'm going to have have to defend him as much as I did with Marcus Smart. Mm. I think people, whatever it was, Marcus Smart polarized people. You think about it. Marcus, Marcus Smart was shooting a better percentage right now than Drew Holiday is, than, mm-hmm. than he was early. But people were not going to give Marcus Smart a, a, a break. If he took a wide-open jump shot, people would go ballistic if he missed it. And even right. sometimes when he made it, they'll go, he shouldn't have taken that shot. He's wide open. But hopefully this year – that's the last thing we'll have to do is defend a guy like Drew Holiday, the way he plays the game. Yeah, hopefully that's not the case. And I, I just think the the two players, will, they'll never get the fair share of, like, you know, you, like the situation between Marcus, what, what, between his fan base, compared to what Drew is in right now, like, I just feel like there's there's like a, a no-lose situation for Drew, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's got, he has a grace period right now. Right. The Marcus Smart. That whatever it was, whoever Marcus Smart peed on their dog or peed on their French porch, you know, now you can let it go because Marcus right. is longer here. And I feel that with Drew Holiday, the way he plays, because as much as I love Marcus as a defender, Drew Holiday, I think, is on that same page. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. some of the things he was able to do, shut people down, make defensive plays like that. That me was just so cool out there watching. And here's a young kid in his prime right now that the Celtics can have for a long time if they decide to go ahead and uh, uh, give him extension. But then you look at Derek White. You think Derek White's looking at chomping at the bit. I think he has another year uh, that you have him down. But Derek White's another guy who can be very valuable for you. So Celtics know they're going to have to spend the money. But I think right now what I like is the product, the way they're playing. 
Uh, I haven't heard anybody say, oh, my God, not yet, because I know it got to be coming soon. Joe Mazzullo, they called timeout. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? <laughs> we didn't call timeout. We should have called timeout. <laughs> oh, my God. No excuses this time. Yeah. You know? so, but we're going to. I think there's a there's a good atmosphere out there the way things are so far. We'll 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 see again tomorrow when the Celtics play uh play the Wizards. We'll get the opportunity to see. Yeah, no, no question, man. I mean, I, I just I just feel like the uh like the entire the, the Celtics already got the most of the the Nationals like attention, right? The national media's attention and, and NBA fans because everyone's like, man, like these guys they're 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 top six heavy, right? Like that's already a narrative. It's not just here, right? It's yeah. just like, man, these guys got six starters, and it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, you got a couple of guys coming off your bench, whether it's Pritchard, whether it's Brissett, you know, uh, you know, Horford has been anchoring the bench lately, and that's the force to be reckoned with, man. Like you look across the league, a lot of teams just don't have that same type of balance in the sense of, of such a strong five that you have a a, a six that you can put in and out of there, you know, like, like they said, you guys have six starters and then, you know, you, you add the chip on these guys' shoulders. I mean, Drew Holiday is just one guy. When you think about his championship pedigree and what happened with Milwaukee, right? He's like, okay, you guys, you guys think you're better off with, 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 with Dame. All right, well, let's see what happens next time we meet up. You know what I mean? Like he said, it should be fun, you know? And then you add Tatum and Brown who already been to the NBA finals a couple of seasons. No, ago, and, and everyone's like, this is it. This is your, this is your year. That you know? sounds like one of them comments you got from Bobby Manning or something. Or Bobby what do you Manning, mean? Yeah, but you or Bobby Manning went up to, you know, Drew and said, so, Drew, what do you think? You know, what's going on, Milwaukee? And he'll say, we'll see. We'll see. what." That sounds like something both you guys would do. I mean, it's what he said immediate day. Drew said, hey, it should be fun. When he, when he faces Milwaukee again, he said, it should be fun. Wow. And, you know, okay. you think about what happened before and, and that that – Podcast he did and how excited he was for his upcoming season. That's part of the business, right? But at the same time, you got a chance now <laughs> to go right back I, and be like, I "Hey, that. you know what? This could have been us. We could have kept this thing going, but hey, I, he, I, I, he, I'm gonna he, have to stop you now. I don't have to be the one to prevent you guys from getting back to the final." Well, here's the thing: would really be good, and I'm sure we can get our our uh, Ahmad, our our top craft engineers, as long as we don't go, as long as we're not going to Atlanta. You know, that's his home base, but maybe we can get him to input uh, the comment that Drew made from his podcast. We can insert that into what we're talking about to give us even more information, more ammunition. Uh, right. But yeah, man, it's, I, I, I like, I like the prospect. I like the prospect uh, again, health, if they stay healthy, uh, Porzingis stays healthy, uh, managing uh, guys minutes. It should be a real. It should be a really good season. Yeah, man, it's different, as they say. This year is different. We'll see. We'll see. The season carries on. Uh, Cedric Maxwell podcast. You already know. Head to FanDuel.com/slash/Boston. Sign up if you haven't already. This episode, like every episode here on the CLS Media Network, is brought to you by FanDuel. Head over to FanDuel.com/slash/Boston. Uh, Max, what's up? What's on tap for DC, man? What do you What do you got? You guys, you got any special restaurants you have to hit up or anything? What do you, what do, you do? No, nothing, nothing special. You know, we're here tomorrow. What is tomorrow? Halloween or is tonight Halloween? Which one is? No, it? you got a couple, uh, couple more days. Tuesday's okay. Halloween. All right, so they'll have people all dressed up here tomorrow at the game. Uh, oh, that's so true. I, I, I don't look for anything that you know. I, I've been here enough. This is year 
29 now as a broadcaster, so I don't look for anything in, in the nation's capital. I happen to like it. I'm at a great hotel, the Four Seasons, uh, right in Georgetown. Some good shopping tomorrow. I'll do that. Just kind of hang out and get on the plane and come back to Boston and, and get ready for the, the the next couple of games coming in. Uh, it should be nice. One note that I'd like to shoot out there would be about uh, our guy that you and I talked about, Montrez Harrell, that uh, the 76ers mm. have waived. That would be interesting. That would be interesting because he he brings that he brings that other side that nastiness that I like. Uh, from players because he's had his run-ins with Joel Embiid, other people, Giannis. I, I like what he brings to the table. So maybe, maybe there might be a slot in there someplace. You know, Will and Dylan Brad. Brad ain't scared to go out and, and mix it up and do some things. So, so we'll Yo, see. He fits the bill. Yeah, he yeah. fits. He fits the bill for sure, man. That's a good call. That's a great call. All right, we'll see what happens for sure. Um, Max, actually, before we get out of here, uh, Paul Pierce in the building for the home opener. I got a chance to. Uh, Kicking with him for a little while. We were walking all over the place looking for Max. And the last place I thought to look was Max sitting in his broadcast chair about 45 minutes before tip-off. That's the last place I thought you would be, but that, that's where you were, man. I'm glad we found you. What, what did Paul have to say to you when you guys embraced? Stiff Paul Pierce. He is, he's, uh, he's, he's the friend that won't go home. You know, he's the guy that comes to the house going, damn, Joe Sway, this is pretty nice. But, you know, I love the fact that he's back. It gives him opportunity. Antoine was there. Uh, they've That's talked right. to Ron yeah. a little bit about maybe getting back involved in coaching. So I think there's some that when you bring back people who were played with the team, who were champions with the team, it gives you more of a sense of family and a connection. Mm -hmm. And I see Tatum, I see Brown gravitate towards Paul. They come to him right after the game, right after the win, whatever. So I think it's a it's a really cool thing when that happens. For sure, man. Yeah, man. It's one generation passing the torch down to another, it feels like. But when you look at the, these guys working out and hanging out in the gym together for over a month, you feel like something special is going on. For Paul to come back to town just to uh, kind of kick things off, kick the season off for these guys, I, I think it shows how, how special this, this group is right now, man. So I can't wait to see how it all unfolds. It's still the very beginning of the regular season. Still plenty of basketball to uh, to digest mm -hmm. before we break it all down. Before we get too excited, I'm sure Max is going to make sure I'm keep my keep me level headed. Pump the brakes, Josue. Pump the brakes. Keep me level headed throughout the season. That's right. Pump the brakes. <laughs> He's Cedric Maxwell. I am Josue Pavone. It's been an episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast. We'll see you guys next week.